Excuse me. <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I started dating a girl yeah. um, about, I started dating a girl, uh, Amy, in September, mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to leave in October. So we got a month and a half kind of idea, is the idea. We start dating, um, and we know fully well I'm leaving. It's Yeah. it's, it's like, yeah. But it's like, okay, well, let's have like a really it's great fun. time. Yeah. It's super fun. Um, but let's like date, like properly, mm. let's be together. We'll be dating, but like, let's give it our all for this like little bit of time and then I'm gone and I'll be great. You know, <laughs> like it's just, I thought it'd be like a great little kind of fun memory, yeah. you know, play, play house for a bit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And it, mind you, we're in the, we're in the pandemic. We've been inside. This is like after I'm done, uh, you know, every weekend up I, until this point. S- sorry. Yeah. I, I just realized that cause I, I drove in, in an Evo. Yeah. And then s- something really died outside, yeah. like really badly oh, died. Oh, it's just the... I don't know what it is, yeah. but it just... And it's then starting to come in now. Yeah, so we're recording yeah. and it's coming in, right? Yeah. But I didn't make the connection and I was like, damn, am I smelling the mic? Is my breath really <laughs> that bad? Like, it smells like death no like, there's a there's a fish plant near oh, here okay. so that's one of the only we, we gotta we gotta incense yeah. the hell out of this place or do something okay right, right. that, that some, makes sense because yeah. I, I i was just getting distracted by this sorry. No, no, yeah, no, no 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 i was just i thought it's so funny that i thought it's my breath yeah, right? and i forgot about the outside so funny it's fine all right so, so so up until this point this whole summer i'm working this nanny job but every weekend uh the whole year of uh 2021 I I'm filming a video every day mm. or 2020. I don't know, whatever the dates don't really matter. I guess <laughs> every, uh, for a whole year I'm filming a, I'm filming a video every week. Mm. Uh, me and Brennan are filming a video or at least I am. And then he's doing a lot of them as well and helping out, but we're filming videos every week, you no know, content video, but I'm out in Vancouver busing every week when it's Friday night, I'm getting off work and I'm heading straight to Vancouver and spending the whole weekend pretty much mm. in this big house that uh, they had she was living in as a mm-hmm. roommate um, out in Vancouver. So we're getting to know each other quite a bit throughout the whole year. So it's not like totally random. So so where this kind of goes though is so it's August, uh, late August. We're out. It's my birthday celebration kind of thing. Uh, we decided to go to some comedy because it's right, like I was saying, uh, the, the everything starts to open up for mm-hmm. that little bit. So we go to King's Head out in nice. Yeah. I turned 19 right before the pandemic, 2019 right, right before. It's the first time that I had an opportunity to like go out to a bar in right. Vancouver. I've been out traveling. You know, you're me 17, go out you're yep. up and do fucking whatever, right? Yeah. But um and it's actually JR mm. is performing and he were this whole group of people that have all been hanging out platonically throughout the pandemic. Right. A group of guys and girls um, all living in the same house and like all crashing there every weekend getting fucked up and doing whatever but none of us have hooked up with one another at all or even mm. thought about it or anything and jr does crowd work and is talking you guys all fucking you know basic and we all looking at one another and we're like why aren't we no why aren't we fucking why aren't we doing that yeah and so that <laughs> night you know, me, you know, me and you know, me and my what would then be my girlfriend, we go and we hook up that. Oh, night. okay. I thought that, it was an orgy story. No, I was that like, would be great though, right? <laughs> but it's, it almost gets there though. Yeah. Because within that month, I start dating Amy Brennan, who's also living at that house. He starts dating his still girlfriend Emma, who's also living there. Uh, and then like two other credits to things. Jr. 
two other uh, flings happened, but they didn't last. But yeah. so four major hookup wow. combinations. Have you told him this? That group. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was well. There's where it kind of ends okay. up it, full circle, and then that's kind of what we consider that September first is like our or was anniversary. Was our anniversary? Yeah. yeah in past tense. Now you're getting a, Way, a spoiler. You're Way spoilers. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, <laughs> uh, I'm supposed to leave October fifteenth. I always mm. remember October fifteenth. I'm supposed to leave October whatever tenth comes around, and there's no boat. So I'm getting antsy at this point. I've been working for a year as a fucking nanny. Yeah. Uh, also inside all of that, we've got an opportunity. We're finally allowed to leave the country yeah. and travel. And so I asked my grandpa, okay, I'm going to Mexico. Uh, get a boat. You know, when I come back, if there's no boat, I'm going to have to probably just move on. Because at this point too, I'm I'm homeless. Mm. Like I'm, I, I'm, I've moved out. I was going to couch surf for, you know, a couple of weeks and, right. and, until he got the boat and then we'd leave. And so I'm, I've been out already at this point with like two months Whoa. with like not living anywhere, just yeah. like couch surfing. And it's not cool. I don't fuck with that vibe. Yeah. I, I hate, I hated it. And so I'm like, I got to go. I just got to go. I have all this money saved. I'm living super frugally because I'm planning to not work for a whole year. So mm. I'm like, I got to have at least like 10 How, grand in the bank. 10 yeah, grand. I had, I, had, yeah. I had 14 or something like that That's saved sick. up at that yeah. point. Yeah. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to leave. And I asked Amy, I, you know, uh, do you want to go to Mexico with me? We're dating at this point like two or three weeks yeah. of that. And I'm like, you know, when we're done at the end of the trip, kind of going to be our breakup, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, because I'm going to leave and go on the trip right after we get back. And she's like, okay, that sounds awesome. It's very romantic. We'll just go crazy with it. Right. Mm. So I, I'm, I'm at this point in my life, I've never been in love before like that. Like, mm. and I'm in love quick. Like I'm in love quick with her. Cause I don't know. I just, she's awesome. She's fucking the best, you know, or was the best, whatever. She's the best. <laughs> if you're listening, she was the best. Oh, um, but, no. uh, um, so I'm in love quick. Like I say, yeah. I love you like second weekend probably. I wow. Like, <laughs> I know. But I mean, you guys were also on a schedule. You're supposed to fit a whole relationship in two months. Yes. Yeah. As well as we've also been spending every weekend mm. of the of the summer leading up to that. And I, you know, she she had a thing for me. I didn't, re- I kind of knew about it, but not really. And it, but, but I, when it clicks for me, it just clicks. And I'm, you know, that's just how I am. Yeah. And so, you know, two okay. weeks in, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm saying that I love you and stuff. I'm like, let's not like cheap out on the, on the trip. Like, let's do all inclusive. Let's go and yeah. get a nice spot in Mexico. It's super cheap in Mexico too. So you could, that like, time uh, too. Yeah. Yeah. And that time too. So you could do an all inclusive for like a grand with your flights and everything and whatever. So we go and do that. It's just crazy. It's Mexico out in Cabo, out in the middle of pandemic at home. You're literally talking about taking fucking, you know, Xanax in yeah. bed and while it's raining and watching yeah. a movie while we're covered in our own fucking filth or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's and like when people are saying the world is over. Yeah, society as we know it is fucked. Yeah. And, and then, yeah. And then that you go back into basically the life past experience. In life, yeah. and, and also that travel thing being really important for me where mm. that's always been like, oh, okay, this is, I forgot. This is actually what I'm supposed to be doing. Like everything else is great. I love mm. art, all of that. But this is, it's all in service to this eventually because this is just the best feeling ever this like and it, what i end up realizing it's just not working really like, it's yeah. like the, if i can really just detach therapize myself it's just not working um but yeah so we go on this trip it's fucking crazy but we're nearing the last couple of days of it we were gonna spend a week at the all-inclusive and it's the last couple of days and i'm calling my grandpa and he doesn't have a boat and he just doesn't have it so uh what's you know, what's he saying 
he just can't find one that really makes sense. It's a pretty big investment, right? You're talking yeah. about kind of in like the hundred thousand dollar range, oh, right? So like and I guess a lot of people boat. also once the pandy started, they're like, all right, I'm buying a boat. Yeah, yeah. Off everybody's buying boats. Everybody, everybody's yeah. buying uh, vans. Everybody's trying to buy like things that they can travel with. Yeah. That uh, even with COVID, that you could still travel with, which is a boat. So yeah, boats are expensive as well as like finding the right one. It's a relationship. He's planning for this to be his retirement plan pretty mm. much. So it's, it is a big deal that it ticks all the right boxes off yeah. as well as like if we find something that it doesn't, then it's going to be even more money to be able to go and fix all that stuff. So, and we're also planning to go on it for a year, you know, uh, but the plan was for her to go, uh, her, her folks have a, a place out in and they were, they spend their winters there or whatever mm -hmm. and so she was going to leave from uh, mexico mexico to go there and she says do you want to come with me <laughs> and i'm talking again so now at this point like three weeks in yeah. dating uh, oh do you want me to go meet your parents okay uh, why not fuck it you know what I, that's all in my mind i'm just at this point yeah we're just we, mom dad so this is my boyfriend for the next two weeks yeah 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 exactly <laughs> yeah right yeah this is yeah so i'm like okay and we're only supposed to stay there for a week well i was only supposed to stay there for a week again i'm living on a week-to-week -week schedule i'm like when's this fucking boat that's coming because i'm gonna be fly so back here stressful. so we can like leave now yeah and it's still not happening still not happening still not happening so a week goes by and i'm supposed to leave it's great you know i love our folks uh meet her brother all of this stuff we're staying there in, in their place we're going out and doing all the stuff it's really good at best meet the parents kind of situation you could you're getting fucked up and in the middle of winter you're like oh oh no you know like it's great they've got yeah. a great place got pool all the stuff it's like Fantastic. we went from one resort to another resort pretty much yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the most romantic kind of trip that you could do and you know we're nearing the end and i go for my flight and i'm gonna fly on my own she's gonna stay another week um i go for my flight and they cancel it so the next available flight was another week out so I'm like, oh, now we're staying two weeks with your parents who I've known you now or I've, we've been dating now yeah. for almost the same amount of time as we've spent with your parents. It's cool. I'm fine. Whatever. And then, yeah, the boat just never comes. Yeah. So, you know, we get back and I decide, okay, well, it's now we're midway in November or something like that. And uh, I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm just going to probably stay then because there's no boat and mm. I can't just keep living my life like this. So I got to find a place to live at some point. You got to sign a year lease. So the motto I kept saying was like, get busy living or get busy dying. Like mm. you're not living right now. You're waiting. And that's. Yeah. I felt like that during COVID when I was in Asia, because right. I was just like looking at the, at the situation here, Everything. at the situation there and kind of deciding every couple of months, like two, three months, am I staying? Am I going? Yeah. And it was like, you're not really like Doing I was I, I had therapy sessions and and my therapist was like well where are you like you can't be in a place if you're one foot no. there one foot there you got to decide to to be in a place and so that, and at this point too I'm I'm literally without a home too yeah. so like I, I and and it's not that I'm too proud to go and move back in with my parents it's just that neither of them even have the room for me to do so mm. like my mom lives in a tiny home and my dad's got two I've got two younger brothers so oh. it's just like there's just not really any place that fits well with me i could go live with my grandpa but everything that i'm trying to do is out in vancouver i know mm. that i have to get to vancouver all my work anything that i felt passionate or interested in all of it was in vancouver so i'm like mm. okay vancouver it is so i find a spot in december of that year i move in so we're still dating and now we've been dating since september or whatever um like properly dating since you know midway through 
And uh, I'm starting to think about what I want to do. Mind you, I have all this money saved up. Mm-hmm. So like I'm kind of in a weird spot where I got all this money saved up as well as right when we had gone on that trip mm-hmm. midway through, I get a text from my dad that a piece of mail came in and the settlement for my hand because it was a work injury oh, comes shit. in. So it's a big fucking check. Yeah big fucking check just to pay me out to say like you can never complain about this legally again oh fuck i'm like okay so i get it so i've already have all this money saved up and then i get that extra little bit i'm applying or i'm looking for jobs but i'm always been like a really i hate jobs just in general i just i've always had an issue with just like working for someone else Mm. and all that kind of stuff so then i i start to look for studio space because i'm thinking okay well i have this money saved up maybe this could kind of help me flow while i'm get my photography okay so you wanted to photography okay i mean i'd been taking photos and i just figured that that was maybe a little bit of a financially more feasible way than videos just large so you were gonna do like uh, headshots yeah exactly yeah i was just gonna try to find something that could at least give me some income because i knew it wasn't gonna be able to pay all the bills right Mm -hmm. away but then maybe i could do like part-time job and then help subsidize everything kind of off of the two that was the idea so i start looking at spaces i get i have a viewing for two spaces one i found uh just on like craigslist mm-hmm. it's like a shared space with a bunch of people and then one's where the mountain was and it was just a guy that i'd seen on instagram um on his story he took a photo of just a corner of the room so i thought that it was also a shared space kind of situation yeah. it's just like oh i'm renting my studio it's shared he even says that in the post it's a shared space blah 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 um, but he doesn't put a price tag on it. So I'm assuming in my mind it's, it's like a couple hundred bucks yeah. or something or whatever. It's not too much. Um, so I go to the first one. I go to the mountain mm-hmm. uh, and go and meet with them. And I, I love this space. But when I get there, you know, he, he said, actually, today we just decided everybody is going to be moving out. Oh. So you'd be taking on the lease for the whole entirety of this, not just this little yeah. part. But also the lease entails for the side next door, which is what the tattoo studio was. At the time, there was a photographer in there, so they're like, okay, well, you won't have to take that on because he's still there, so you could co-rent that with him, but you'd be taking the lease on for both. So right. if he ever decides to leave, you still are responsible for the, rent the and full all rent. Yeah. So instantly, I'm like, okay, well, that's just way more than yeah. what I was looking for, so I just can't do it. So I write it off. I'm like, okay, I can't do it. I mean, I love this space, but I just can't do it. Mm. So I, I'm kind of, I'm like, okay, I'm bummed out, but you know, I have it in the back of my mind, and I go and check out the other space. It's like, a little bit of a walk away, but I'm able to walk to the other one. And I go and check that out, and I'm uh, I'm greeted by a uh, like a mid forty year old woman with uh, bright blue turquoise hair and piercings all over, and you know, kind of a little yeah. little woke kind of archetype, whatever artist, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm going and walking around this shared space. She's nice enough and everything, but I'm walking around in this shared space, and all the artists in this space are like fucking all over 40 and the art that's being made in this spot is fucking trash. Like it's, <laughs> it's trash. And this is the thing like, I love Vancouver, but in terms of painters, there are like five good ones there are, and everybody is just shit. I mean, I mean, whatever. Some people have got different tastes than others and that's fine. But like for real visionary artists in the city, there's very few great painters and and these guys are just talentless hacks and i and i'm going through and i'm I, I, and i'm figuring out okay 
they, they're asking $500 for what is half of that room in there. So mm. you're talking about very little amount of studio space. It is a white floor with white walls, and it is just a little sectioned off part. And they're asking $500 for that. And I'm asking them, okay, well, what are your thoughts on like basic, like starting basic conversation? Like, what about music? Like, can I play music on my speakers if no one's here? And they're like, well, we don't like music. This isn't a music pro studio. I'm like, okay, so I can't play music while I'm doing photo shoots? Okay, can I smoke in here? Can I, I like to smoke joints while I'm working. Like, can I do that? They're like, absolutely not. That'll ruin our paintings. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. Would hate to ruin those. <laughs> and it's just a shared space. Like, we don't do events. They're listing off all the stuff that we yeah. don't do. And all I'm seeing is just limits. Like, it's just things that I can't do, can't do, mm. can't do. While in the other space, all I could think about is everything I can do. Yeah. You know, like it's an empty canvas and it would be mine. I'd hold the lease on it. Mm. And from what I'd been talking with them, they were pretty, the landlords were fairly lax when it came to, because I was asking them about events and what do you do, you know, all this kind of stuff. Music, do they care? They're like, no, you don't care. We throw concerts here. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. And I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. And they're talking about all these things. Yeah, we could, you could sell liquor here. Nobody gives a shit. All this stuff. <laughs> crazy right? not that you did anything illegal never, per se never 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 everything by the book everything of course yeah. but it's double that just for the one side so you're you know you're talking a couple grand or whatever for for everything so in my mind you know i have no business model that really works for that but what i do and it's how i work i stay up all night you know i, I work till you know at that time, it would have been like eight o'clock in the morning and, you know, up all night just sketching out plans and what, what I could do and how I could figure out a business mm. model that could work. And, okay, if I if I rented it for photography, I wasn't just banking on my own photos because that's not feasible. If I'm renting it out and I'm charging this much, how many hours do I have to charge to be able to make rent? And luckily, I only have to worry about the one half, right? For so now, it's yeah. a little bit more attainable for a startup. I'm like, okay, if I do this, do this, do this, I think I can make it work. So I tell them, okay, yeah, I'm down. And this is probably in around January. Mm -hmm. And the whole process of getting it takes quite a while because they're looking to move out, I think, two months later mm -hmm. on. Yeah, they're, they're and I'm dealing with switching the lease with people. They, they don't really have any vested interest in making sure that process goes smoothly because they're, they're leaving. They don't yeah. give a fuck. So dealing with them and like the... It took me. It took me like a month and a half for me to even get the landlord's number to be able wow. to just talk to them. And once I did, I was like, I'm never fucking talking because at that point it was just yeah. ridiculous having to deal with them. And then in April, I get the lease. So up until that point, I'm just gearing wow. up, gearing up, gearing up, just trying to get all the the equipment that I need. I know I'm doing it. I and know we've got during that whole time, you're still dating. Yep. Okay. Still dating. Still dating. Yeah. We. Um. So I get the lease for the mon, and then we open up. Uh, in June. Have How a did the months. name come about? Uh, Brennan and I's production company when we were kids was Mill and Night Productions. Okay. So the Mountain M O T N. And I guess it the also fits with your yeah exactly sleeping it, schedule. Yeah exactly. Yeah. It just kind of fit. And then I, it was one of those ones that I was just like, oh, I'll just call it the Mountain. And then like people are like, that's a really dumb name. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. But also, I. It's sick. It is a dumb name. It's hard to pronounce. Yeah. It's hard to like tell new people about it you ha they have to hear you you have say to spell it, it out spell it out it doesn't yeah. and but but the, what i kind of liked about it it was kind of part of the design in, in it a little bit because people are like oh it's gonna be really hard for people to say i'm like well, yeah but then they're gonna have to say but it. once once they know they're yeah once they know it's but also it's like when somebody says it wrong then they're gonna correct them mm. and then that other person is gonna be like oh fuck now i know how to say it the right way mm. and now they know like it's like a little secret kind of code or whatever and then as well it just i figured 
just in terms of doing a DIY venue is probably not a great idea. It'll be like, I don't know, call it like blah, blah, blah club or like whatever. Just like yeah. make it like, what is that? What? Like that makes no, that's a nothing word, you know? Yeah. And it's super, no one has, the only other thing that's MOTN in the world that I could find is, uh, it just so happens to be this massive fucking festival in Dubai. <laughs> Called the uh, called MOTN and it stands for Mother of the Nation oh, and it's wow. like a celebration for their queen or whatever I don't know some uh, don't well, cancel yeah. <laughs> I think it's their queen I think they've got a queen I don't know if it's let's a queen. hope you don't have to fly to Dubai and then I want to go to Dubai like, hey, I want to go so to the festival I work, I work at the mountain I, I want to go to the festival I actually think that that's not out of the question because they have people fly in from all over to come and do like booths and sections yeah. and stuff at that festival it's massive like Dubai. Dubai does it up, you know what I mean? Like it is, you know, it's cool. But yeah, so yeah, is. we're we're dating that whole time. But then we, we she moves in six months in. Oh, so it's it's what okay. I found out is soon. <laughs> I didn't know <sighs> is soon. I mean, it's soon if you just look at the time frame. But it's not soon if you look at all the boxes you've ticked together. True. Yeah, we've already done you've the been, whole parents. You've been thing. moving very quickly yeah, overall. The whole time, yeah. But you've ticked off some of the boxes yes yeah and i you know and all this time too you know you're talking pandemic dating so That's, you're doing like yeah you at, at times you're doing like four day stints of like 24 hours right off the bat so yeah. you're really getting accustomed to like what it's like to share a space with somebody and mm. be like around them when they're when they're happy when they're sad when they're hungry when they're scared when they're it's, anxiety and all yeah that, right it's pretty weird like I, I was thinking about it before like why do you, i i get why people get in a relationship in their early 20s but i'm like if you look at statistics like it's not gonna last right sure because like you're not gonna get I mean, some people get married in their 20s, like early 20s, but most it would be like late 20s, mid 30s kind think, of thing. I think the you idea I mean? of last is maybe a wrong perspective to have, though. I, I suppose. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's all about yeah. s- sort of practice and, and yeah, for, learning. Yeah, for what will and, be. Yeah. That's, to a degree, that's kind of a... That's like a conventional like mindset, mm. I guess, to have. I think you're right, and I definitely... I'm not even I'm not even arguing you. I think that, but I I do also think that that's typically typically not all the time a good model to have as well, though. Not just that it's the conventional one. I mm. do think that for the most part, and obviously it doesn't matter what you know anybody looks like, what race, gender, whatever. But I do think that the single partner model and the and the working towards something that is going to be a forever person mm-hmm. kind of idea. I do think that that is like. It's a model that's worked for a long time. You know right. what I mean? Like, and nowadays we're seeing what that kind of level of like options and lack of stigma looks like. And for the most part, it just looks like 40 year olds trying to date one another. <laughs> yeah. Both my parents are now dating people, but you know, you're talking a couple of years of like both of them in the dating scene and good God, is it fucking terrifying? <laughs> Does it, if nothing will ever make you want to get married sooner than seeing your 40 year old parents <laughs> trying to go on tinder and date nothing nothing and you're seeing what's out there still at that age you're like oh great great yeah that's what you want who's still available at 40 awesome fuck man no i I, you know i i am even though i'm 21 at the time i'm making moves in the idea of like 
Well, I don't know. I'm just operating the same way. I just think like every time I'm getting into a dating situation, I'm like, what would my grandparents do? Mm. And a super old way of thinking about things. But I just think like, oh, fuck, well, they were happy. Like and they mm. were actually happy. I mean, at least mine were um, while my grandma was still alive and they were actually happy. And they went through a lot of shit. But to see them, how they operated as a unit and, and everything like that and just united, even though not always agreeing, just like those type of like commandments or whatever. Mm. I think that those are valuable. I, I do. I think that that like working towards being in a partnership and stuff i think all of that's valuable so that's what we kind of are doing right we you know we go and do the parents thing and we're yeah. living you know seeing each other all the time and then you know at that point by the time she was moving in she kind of already was living there to a degree you know when you're spending more than half your week together and that's usually place, how it goes right? yeah. yeah exactly you decide okay well it makes more sense for us to just split the rent in, in here yeah. rather than she was already going to move out of her old spot at the house mm-hmm. anyway so it was like okay well rather than you signing a, a year lease for somewhere else and you just move in here. But, you know, she was kind of hesitant a little bit too soon, whatever. I was like, okay, fair enough. And But eventually she kind of came around to it, wanted to do it. We're like, okay. So then, yeah, the Martin's up and running. That probably was like maybe a month or two after the fact. Mm-hmm. So I start to just, I'm booking it out for photography. That's mostly what, what it's there for. Photography, photography. And I'm just, every month it is like a fucking grind it is yeah i mean it's it's just paying because i'm paying my rent at home and then paying a rent there but you know you, you gotta make a couple grand in general every month off of like just to stay afloat and you and you have no model that is like no one's paying you for anything other than like work that you are making sure is happening so mm. you know all these bookings and stuff it's just like yeah it's a grind just trying to book things out and get the space set up looking nice and something that people want to book and then you know everything that comes with that so eventually I start renting it out for events as well. But it's not like shows so much as birthday parties, you know, private parties. Uh, we have a lot of like bridal showers. Mm. And, but it started to get kind of weird with it, right? Like we had one point like a person that was it just booked it out for the whole day but was doing like BDSM and like latex shoots hey, and like, Oh wow. yeah, there was like latex people walking in and out all day, and then and then another time we had like a yoga retreat. They were doing like yoga classes inside. Yeah. We had like somebody doing um, oh uh, tarot God, card so readings, all that stuff. Wait, what's just, up? I'm sorry. I I just wanna. Why did he come over here? Hey, this is so cute. He just wants attention. Hey, go sit down on your mat. Go sit down. <laughs> uh, so it was just getting kind of weird. Yeah, it was getting yeah lots of lots of different stuff in the mix, and then. I started to run some concerts because people mm. started to book out for that. Um, and there was probably a couple concerts in the mix. And then I'd actually met Brendan Washburn through Daddy, which yeah. was the film that we had made the year beforehand. Oh. So this is kind of why it all kind of connects is because I'd met him working on set. He came as, uh, and was an extra mm-hmm. on set. So I probably met him for like a couple hours, like two hours or something. And, but he just left a really cool impression. Just the way that he came to set was just so, it was so Brendan, you know, like he came, <laughs> yeah. he came in full persona, right? Yeah. Because that's what he does when he goes to sets. I don't know if everybody in the comedy scene knows this. No. When I, I know multiple people in film that know him as be, a certain, as know him as his character on stage because he'll show up to set in the super serious because people will be like he's so serious and I'm like oh I know it and he's fucking with you like he came and he did the same thing for us he came yeah. to set 
while in character and was like, so what do we got to do today? You know, like in the serious, so funny, like furled eyebrow. I just remember thinking, oh, this guy's a character. But by the end of the day, you know, we had him in a fishnet t-shirt out on the downtown east side. He was on the ground pretending to be an addict. It was just in rabbit ears. The movie's weird. If you ever watch it, you'll see what I was talking about. But I just thought it was kind of, it was very fun to work with him and a very fun vibe. So he had reached out again because of the venue and was like, hey, you should do comedy to hear and I was like I don't know I don't know he's like let me come over let's talk about it so him and uh actually uh Mike Bods Mm. um the both of them came over um and uh and just started talking comedy with me and I was realizing I was like okay I mean I'm down because I love comedy I always was thinking okay comedy would be cool but I have a lot of reverence for comedy I have a lot of respect for comedy like Mm. I don't really think of it as something like to be played around with too much. I'm like diehard. I've been a comedy fan since I was probably like 11 or 12, like listening to podcasts like that early mm-hmm. on. I was like one of the, I'd say one of like the early adopters of podcasts just in general as like listener and stuff. Like a lot of really big podcasts like I was listening fairly mm. early on. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, I had just been like a super big fan of like comedy scene states and just like hearing about just all the inner working clicks and all of this stuff. So I was interested in it, but I really mm. wanted to do it right. So I had to get a bunch of chairs. I had to get all the right microphone equipment, all of that. And then in November of last year, of 2021, we did our first show. Mm-hmm. And it just changed everything. It changed the whole, what the mountain was, what I wanted it to be, what I wanted with my life, what I wanted... Um, what I wanted this space to be, what I just the kind of energy that I wanted to bring to the city, type of shows that I wanted to do, didn't mean that I wanted to stop doing everything else. It just put everything into perspective of mm. like what I wanted the focus to be on. And the feedback that I got from it too was like really positive right away, which I think was super helpful, not only from the audience. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it coming. was it was everywhere. You could see it. Everywhere. Like, this, it was just buzzing. My mind, it was just, again, I graduated school early. I'm traveling. I'm trying to work. I'm moving quick. I don't like the slow shit. And mm. I don't like the working shit. So trying to figure out that kind of medium. And then when I got that positive feedback from comedy, it was like, it just clicked. I was like, oh, fuck. I I always knew I loved comedy, but I always thought of it as like a fan because I never wanted to be a comic. Mm. I wasn't interested in being a comic. I, I, I've never had that like, I always thought it'd be great to go, it'd be fun to go hit up like an open mic or something. But the, in the way that people talk about like wanting to be comics or wanting to be athletes or wanting to be like, I never want to be an artist in that way. Like mm. where I was like, I want my name up on the billboard or whatever. Mm. Now I just want Martin up on the billboard. I'd like that. That feels just as much as like getting me up there, you know, at, at this point. Um, so uh, we start doing comedy and... Yeah, the feedback's great. We start running shows all the time every weekend and got consistent with that. And that's kind of really it. And then the rest is history and you would have seen everything else. Mm. So, you know, um, at that point, Amy and I were a year in already. That seems uh, kind of interesting where you're like, hey, we're only going to do this for uh, two months. I know. And then just so you know, just so we're both clear, we're doing it for two months. And then a year later, you're like later, you're like, okay, all right. You know, it's great. though. You know, we're we're really (laughs) he's he's great. eh? Yeah. So, yeah, we're 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 a year in and then, yeah, shows start running up great. You know, there's a whole lot I could say in between that time uh, uh, of running shows and all the great, you know, opportunities and stuff we were able to Was do Was that there. your first relationship? Yeah. Well, first, I would say real one. I had like kind of a mini, mini little thing when I was mm. and would have been in that little time period of 
after graduated mm. it was like a couple months or something yeah. um but the thing was it was like mostly long distance because we started dating so actually what's funny is trips have been like a really interesting focal point of relationships in my life because that relationship uh we started dating same kind of thing we started mm. dating and like we're like okay now we're dating fairly early on it was a little bit slower of a process but then now we're all i was also super young at the time so yeah. it's a little bit more common but then i that was uh, i left for the first trip to europe or second second trip to Europe mm. at that time. So then had been dating like maybe two months, maybe a month and, and, and you, a half. You broke and then it I off. Was, no, I that was one of the worst mistakes of my life, man. Well, not one of the worst mistakes. I've I've made some really <laughs> I've made some bad mistakes, but it was a it was a mistake because I went to Europe for a month and a half and was like i'm dating someone so you don't go and do all of the things that you know you do as a 18 year old in europe for fucking going out to all the bars i was still doing it but then you'd meet somebody and be like cut it off quick because you're like in your mind you're like well i'm still being and you know we're talking stuff and then i get back uh and i never even saw her again like when I got back, wait, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, when I got back, when I got back from that trip, I never saw her again. Like to the day, I never, I never saw her. So it was like a week after I got back, uh, she ghosted me. Like we'd been talking every day on the trip, long distance, you know, all that whole thing. And then a week I got back, uh, she she ghosted me for like a week. And then after a while, she's like, okay, I guess that means we're done then or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I think that's probably best. And I was like, well, that's fucking aces. I'll just go and head on my, head on back <laughs> to Europe. Hope some of us Holy <laughs> are fuck. still there. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah. So then um, trip, which happened for amy and i which that really kind of solidified us like dating and mm. you know, really being in love and kind of being something structured and then come this year 2022 i've had a wild summer i don't know if you've been been up on the news but i had a pretty interesting summer so <laughs> i uh amy and i are planning a trip to bali Mm. Uh, go beautiful go to place. Indonesia. Oh, beautiful! I'd already been at that point. Mm. I, my mom, uh, when she'd gotten divorced from her husband, uh, took us on a couple month long trip to Thailand, Singapore, and awesome. then Indonesia. Yeah, so I'd I'd done already a month in Bali, but I was like, this is beautiful. It's perfect kind of opportunity because I could. I could go there, and but it's very So, uh, in your mind, how would you describe the relationship at that point? Like, everything is great? Yeah, 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 everything's good. Um, yeah, we're, I mean, I wouldn't say everything is... No, everything is good, uh, but I'm working... I, I work a lot. Like, yeah. I work... I and work. I guess with your preference and schedule and how your body works, it's kind of tough to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned that because there's things that, like, obviously I can look back in retrospect and go, okay, yeah, that thing, that thing, that thing, that thing is probably all not good. In my mind, I'm always, like, I'm a goal-orientated worker, so everything that I'm doing is always, like, in service of trying to get to, like, Mm. whatever is the ultimate kind of goal or whatever because I knew I was kind of lacking boyfriend duties. We would see each other all the time. We were obviously living together, and she was also working at the mountain quite a bit. Go to your bed. Sorry, there's a dog. There's a dog in the studio. That was not what he wanted me to do. Can you go to your bed? Right, he gave me that. a toy and looked look deep, deeply into my eyes and then I threw the toy and he was like, that is not what that I wanted not you what to I do. Wanted. Was that like a pull type? Yeah, game? it's like a tug of war kind of D- thing. I see, I'm, I'm a cat person. <laughs> 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 Sorry, buddy. 
So, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, at that point, yeah. In my mind, I think things are going well because my business is going well. And yeah. That's, uh, that's your priority. The, and, yeah, these yeah. are, yeah, at the end of the day, in my mind, I'm like, everything that I'm doing, I think is in service of what are, as a couple, our ultimate goals. But really, everything that I'm doing is just in service of me. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 Walter White. Like I'm I'm mm. literally like I I watched that scene back and where he's at the end. Have you, have you seen Breaking Bad? You yeah. Know? At the end where he's like, you know, like uh, she's like, if you say you did it for me one more time, and he's like, no, I didn't. I did it for me. And when I watch that, like I, even right now, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> like I'm literally. 